0: Hi, I'm Bonnie Christian. You're listening to Tech and Science Daily from The Evening Standard. If you like it, hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what's happening today, Thursday, March the 18th. These clangs and rattles are the first sounds of NASA's Perseverance rover driving on Mars. One of the spacecraft's two microphones captured the raw 16-minute recording where you can hear the noise of its six metal wheels driving across the red planet. The audio also contains an unexpected high-pitched scratching noise. Engineers are investigating whether it was caused by electromagnetic interference or Perseverance's movement. The rover's microphones have already captured the sounds of its descent and landing, as well as wind on Mars. Super Mario comes to life at Super Nintendo World in Japan. Visitors enter through a giant warp pipe and are met with chomping piranha plants, punchable coin blocks and a flag-topped Mount Beanpole. They can also become Mario if they buy a power-up band, which syncs with the park's app to rank them as they gather coins and defeat baddies. The opening of Shigeru Miyamoto's $550 million real-world version of Mushroom Kingdom in Osaka was delayed repeatedly last summer due to the pandemic. It looks like gorillas are the real winners after Reddit users turned around GameStop's fortune by driving up stocks earlier this year. Members of the popular Wall Street Bets forum have adopted more than 3,500 gorillas since Saturday, totaling $350,000 in donations to the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund. Some users are naming GameStop or the New York Stock Exchange as the adopter, Many Wall Street Bets members refer to each other as apes, and apes together strong is a popular catchphrase on the forum. It may seem counterintuitive to get a better view of space from nearly a mile underwater. But that's what a team of Russian researchers are hoping to do after dropping a brand new telescope into the deepest lake on Earth. It's hoped the plunge into Lake Baikal will give scientists a better shot at detecting neutrinos, elusive subatomic particles that are extremely difficult to spot as they pass through matter without leaving a trace. But when transitioning through some matter like water, the particles can sometimes leave evidence of their existence. We'll be back in a minute. Why not hit subscribe in the meantime? Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? Right. A new study suggests that letting toddlers play frequently on tablets, phones and game consoles could be putting them at a higher risk of emotional and behavioural problems when they start school. Researchers found preschoolers who extensively use electronic media are more likely to have hyperactivity issues, a short attention span, poor concentration and peer relationship issues when they turn five compared to their peers. The University of Cambridge's Dr Amy Orban says more work needs to be done in this area. While we find these correlations sometimes that increase screen use, those children that use more screens also for example show more hyperactivity, um, that could well be that those who are more hyperactive get put using screens more just because of how they behave. The World Health Organization says those aged two to four shouldn't engage in more than an hour of screen time each day. The study, published in BMJ Open, found that the average screen time of a five-year-old was 114 minutes a day. Scientists have created a model of an early human embryo from skin cells. They say the discovery will revolutionise research into the causes of early miscarriage, infertility and early human development. Researchers successfully reprogrammed these fibroblasts or skin cells into a 3D cellular structure that is similar to human blastocysts. According to the study published in Nature, the structures, called iBlastoids blastoids can be used to model the biology of early human embryos in the laboratory. And finally, Feeding cattle a small amount of a certain seaweed has been shown to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions by up to 86%. That's according to a study published in PLUS that found substituting a portion of a cow's daily feed with a type of red seaweed dramatically reduces their methane production. Future Feed, which is helping research and develop seaweed based supplements for cattle, says that if 10% of the livestock producers added 1% of the seaweed to the daily feed intake of ruminant livestock, it would be like removing 100 million cars off the road. You're up to date. We'll be back tomorrow at 1pm. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss out. And come back at 4pm for The Leader Podcast, where we bring you the latest news, interviews and analysis from the Evening Standards newsroom. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.